My dear listener, I hope to find you well. How have you adjusted to the totally cashless society we have found ourselves in here in Nigeria? I personally haven't found it funny. In spite of everything, I really hope you've been able to get some rest. Always keep in mind that the darkness is greatest just before dawn. My podcast turned a year older on Monday, the 6th of March, 2023. Yeah, the podcast has been flourishing and expanding for a year and it couldn't exist without you. Yes, you. Thank you for being the world's best listener. I appreciate you for supporting me and walking with me along this journey. This podcast is not just mine, it is ours. And you may trust that the Holy Spirit and this podcaster will continue to work together to provide excellent material and fantastic content for your listening pleasure. God bless you. You have all my love and a steaming bowl of party jollof rice, turkey and dodo with one cold mold to step it down. Let's get back into the episode. See ya! You guys are the most amazing listeners in the entire universe. You're the best. No cap. In case you're wondering why I'm saying that, just relax. I'm going to get into the full details ASAP. But before then, let me just introduce myself. So hi guys, you're welcome to the Growing and Glowing podcast. My name is Ayomide and I am the host of this amazing show where all my listeners are amazing children of God who love God and who also love me (laughs) if you're a new listener you're welcome to the tribe you're welcome to the fold we are so happy to have you here um I really hope you'd enjoy this episode and if you do our arms are open you're welcome to join us you're welcome to stick around for as long as you want okay yeah And to my OG listeners, my returning listeners, you guys know how it is. How have you guys been? It's been a minute. I have missed you guys so much and I'm so glad that I'm back here doing what I love. So without further ado, let me just get right into why I said you guys are the best. Firstly, you guys should never even be wondering why. If you hear that kind of thing on this podcast, you should know that, okay, that is the truth. No questions asked. Because... What in the name of love is the love that I received? (laughs) I don't know where that came from, but just take it like that, okay? I mean, the love that I got on the last episode, that's the surrender episode, you guys. Anchor does this thing where there's like a list of the top 10 episodes on your show. Do you know that this, the last episode I recorded is currently number two on that list like number two like the numbers were just giving like i remember when i posted the episode it just had like a few likes a few listens rather but then as the days progressed i just kept on seeing that the numbers were increasing the numbers were just going higher and higher and higher and then from number 10 on the list that thing progressed to number two so i'm so thankful to you guys thank you for all the reposts thank you for all the love thank you for everything really um god bless you guys and shout out to all my bifazo you guys (laughs) 
a lot of you that listen came back to drag me not really drag me per se but then you guys are just very nosy i'm a ball but don't worry i'm here to feed you guys okay i like dishing out i'm a ball okay so you guys are welcome you're welcome to enjoy all the i'm a ball that you want to get um so yeah a lot of you dragged me and you people know yourself so i'm not even going to bother to cast you guys on here okay i'll not give you the satisfaction of that thank you guys so much um this week i also celebrated my birthday yeah on the 6th of march i turned a year older guys i'm such an adult i'm growing up <laughs> i wish there was a manual to this thing just kidding there's actually a manual the word of god and god actually yeah so that's like the manual we have but um it wasn't only me celebrating by the way my baby also turned one you guys already know who my baby is because any small thing you guys just come and baby to me i am ready i am ready what is this person what is my podcast is my baby okay <laughs> period um so yeah i'm using this medium to just appreciate everyone who took time to celebrate with me on my birthday I was overwhelmed by the amount of love that I received. Like, you guys are the absolute best. Thank you guys so much for all the calls and everything. It really made my day. One love. One love to you guys. In the spirit of celebrations, we also celebrated a very, very, very important gender in this our world. Right? It was international. It was the celebration of the International Women's Day on the 8th of March, and it was really beautiful. It was so nice to see that. Ah, ah. And you men, you guys are feeling also. <laughs> but uh, I want to use this medium to appreciate all my ladies, all my women. Um, you guys are super, super, super wonderful. Thank you guys for being so strong. Thank you guys for always listening to my podcast. Thank you guys for showing up even when you don't have the strength to show up. Thank you for being you. Thank you for being a woman. Thank you. Thank you, Sha. You shall get the point. Um, I pray that um, we would all continue to live life as God has called us to live. And that we would always, always, always do great things in any sphere that we find ourselves in. In Jesus' name, amen. That was a mouthful. So let's get back into today's episode. You guys, today is going to be a little bit different because I'm going to be telling a story. So it's going to be like a mini story time. Not mini story time, child. It's going to be a story time, but with a lot of lessons for you guys. So, enjoy the episode. In this story, we have about five major characters. Jesus, Lazarus, Mary... Martha, the disciples, that's more than five, definitely, and multitudes of people. The Bible text is John chapter 11, verse 1 to 44. You can go on to read it after listening to this episode. Without wasting much of your time, 
I'll get right into the story. I hope you enjoy listening. In the village of Bethany, there was a man named Lazarus and his sisters, Mary and Martha. Now, in case you're wondering, relax. Lazarus, Mary, Martha and Jesus were all friends. They loved each other, right? The Mary here was the one who poured expensive perfume on the Lord's feet. I'm sure you must have heard that story at least once in your lifetime. And then she wiped it off with her hair. That's the Mary that we're talking about now. So, um, all of them had a relationship. They were friends. They loved each other. And, um, something happened, right? Lazarus fell sick. But then Jesus was out of town when this happened. So, the sisters sent a message to Jesus that, ah, Jesus, so Lazarus, the one you love, is sick. Like, can you just take a moment to deep that that sentence? The one you love is sick. If you compare versions, you'll see that there are different translations. But then, the one that hits me most is Jesus, your the one you love. Sorry, is sick. The one you love is sick. For them to have said such a thing, it must have meant that they were actually deeper than deep like they were guys they were g's right and what did jesus say when he heard that he said this sickness will not end in death for lazarus but will bring glory and praise to god this will reveal the greatness of the son of god by what takes place Ah, so just imagine somebody is sick now you now called your family doctor. Your family doctor is now saying, eh, relax, don't worry. Ada is not going to die. You see what is happening to her? That sickness is going to glorify God through me. Don't worry. Ada is not going to die. <sighs> make it make sense, please. Jesus did not even stop at that though. He, he the Bible lets us know that. Jesus loved Martha, Mary, and Lazarus. He stayed where he was for the next two days. I mean, they called you that the one that you love is nothing you find. And you still stayed. You spent two days more where you were at. Eh? I mean, we all have um, friends. We all have people that we hold very dearly to our hearts and when you tell them that you're going through something, you just want them to come through for you immediately. We also try to be that kind of friend who is always there for their friend, regardless of the situation or whatever is happening at that time. That's like one of the qualities of, of being a good friend, right? Showing up, being there for your friend right when they need you. Mm-hmm. Well, in this time around, these people that loved each other. They called Jesus the ah-ah. You Jesus so that he used to perform miracles everywhere. Come on, the one you love is sick. Jesus now said, eh, don't worry. Lazarus is not going to die. He's not going to die. What is happening to him is just going to bring glory to God's name. And then he now even stayed there for two days more. So there was a delay. 
But then, after the two days had passed, Jesus said to his disciples, let's go back to Judea. But then his disciples objected. Rabbi, they said, only a few days ago, the people in Judea were trying to stone you. Are you going there again? Now, Jesus was already ready. (laughs) Already ready, wow. Jesus was ready to go down to see Lazarus. But then his disciples were like, um, you're not really wanted in that town, dear Lord. Um, why don't you think about this thing twice? Why don't you think about it again? Are we supposed to go there? But then reading this just made me realize that when God says it is time, nothing is going to stop him. Nothing is going to prevent him. Nothing is going to hinder him from stepping into your case and actually making things work out for you. Now, Jesus answered his disciples. Like, Jesus is, is such a wise man. Of course, he's the son of God, so wisdom is just overflowing, right? So Jesus replied and he said, Our friend Lazarus has fallen asleep, but now I will go and wake him up. The disciples said, Lord, if he is sleeping, it will soon get better. They thought Jesus meant Lazarus was simply sleeping, but Jesus meant Lazarus had died. So he told them plainly, Lazarus is dead. And for your sakes, I'm glad I wasn't there. For now, you will really believe. Come, let's go see him. Is the whole casualness in this whole sentence for me. Jesus just broke the ice and said, Oh, Lazarus is sleeping. Let's go and wake him up. And those ones are like, uh uh-uh, uh, sleeping, eh? We'll wake up now. That means it's even getting better. For him to be sleeping, that means he's actually on the fast track to recovery. And then Jesus just said, Oh, Lazarus is dead. And I'm even glad I was not there for your sakes, so that you guys would believe me. If I was one of the disciples, I would have just blotted out and said, Jesus, she you they whine me. Are you whining me? Is this plain? Stop playing right but then we know that miracle no they tired jesus so they left and when jesus arrived at bethany he was told that lazarus had already been in his grave for four days wow they buried him already like it was already a goner now bethany was only a few miles down the road from jerusalem and many of the people had come to console martha and mary in their loss When Martha got word that Jesus was coming, she went to meet him, but Mary stayed in the house. Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if only you had been here, my brother would not have died. But even now, I know that God will give you whatever you ask. Right. So when she saw Jesus, I know if... Anyways, I'm pretty sure Martha was not a Nigerian, because if it was a Nigerian woman in that situation... Imagine she heard that Jesus was coming. She will carry on the attack and defense and just go there and meet him and say, you, you've done what you said you would do. I mean, you claim to love me, but then look what happened. That kind of talk. But the mother just went and she was like, um, Lord, if only you had been here, my brother wouldn't have died. Like, but I know that even now that you are here, God will still give you whatever you ask. 
that was faith in action. I want you to ask yourself, if things just go south for a minute, um, what's going to be your response to God? What's going to be your response in that situation? Are you going to blame God? Are you going to stop praying? Are you going to stop studying the word? Are you going to just keep Jesus aside and yeah, just wash your hands off anything that concerns the gospel and Christ. Martha taught us a very important lesson here. She still had faith. She went to meet him and she said, Um, you were not here, that's why that happened. But now that you're here, I know that anything you ask God for, he's going to do it for you. So you're welcome. That kind of thing. And that what and that's what made the impossible possible reading on Martha replied yes um because Jesus said um your brother is going to live again now I'm going to read the verse for you Jesus said your brother will rise and live And she replied, yes, I know he will rise with everyone else on the resurrection day. But then Jesus said, Martha, you don't have to wait until then. I am the resurrection and I am life eternal. Anyone who clings to me in faith, even though he dies, will live forever. And the one who lives by believing in me will never die. Do you believe this? I'm putting this out to you. Do you believe Do you believe those things that you've heard God say to you? Do you actually believe that you are not a lost case and um, God is actually rooting for you? God is actually in your corner. God is actually doing everything for you to make sure that you have an amazing life. Do you believe? That's all. Martha just left though. She said, no, she actually said she believes, like, she replied, yes, Lord, I do. I've always believed that you are the anointed one, the son of God who has come into the world for us. Then she left and hurried off to her sister Mary and called her aside from all the mourners and whispered to her, the master is here and is asking for you. So when Mary heard this, she quickly went off to find him, for Jesus was lingering outside the village at the same spot where Martha met him. Now, when, Ma- when Mary's friends who were comforting her noticed how quickly she ran out of the house, they followed her, assuming she was going to the tomb of her brother to mourn. Next verse, Jesus, the preacher of love. When Mary finally found Jesus outside the village, she fell at his feet in tears and said, Lord, if only you had been here, my brother would not have died. When Jesus looked at Mary and saw her weeping at his feet, and all her friends who were with her grieving. He shuddered with emotion and was deeply moved with tenderness and compassion. He said to them, Where did you bury him? Lord, come with us and we'll show you, they replied. Then Jesus wept. For all my Bible scholars who did all these Bible games while growing up, like Draw Your Sword and all the other games, you would remember that the shortest Bible verse in the Bible is John 11 verse 35. 
and it says Jesus wept. So yeah, this is this is where he coined it from. And this is just to show that Jesus is very compassionate. He's not oblivious to your sufferings and your pains and all the emotional trauma you've been through. He's not oblivious to them, okay? He's going through them with you. He sees your tears, he sees your pain, he sees everything. Mm? You're not alone. So, seeing Jesus weep caused many of the mourners to say, Look how much he loved Lazarus. Yet, others said, Isn't this the one who opens blind eyes? Why didn't he do something to keep Lazarus from dying? Wow, that's just human beings for you, basically. Then Jesus, with intense emotions, came to the tomb, a cave with a stone placed over its entrance. That's like the burial ground, basically. And Jesus told them, roll away the stone. Then Martha said, but Lord, it's been four days since he died. Right now, his body is already decomposing. I want to ask you, what is your excuse? What is God asking you to do that you're not doing because you have given yourself an excuse to not do it? Martha's excuse here was that his body would be decomposing already. The miracle worker wanted to work his miracle and you, Martha, in all your beauty, stood there and said, Oh, no, Lord Jesus, um... His body is decomposing, okay? Let's not open. Dear brother, dear sister, don't give yourself an excuse. When God says go, just go. So Jesus looked at her and said, Didn't I tell you that if you will believe in me, you will see God unveil his power? Mm. Miracle modes hired Jesus. So they rolled away the heavy stone. Jesus gazed into heaven and said, Father, thank you that you have heard my prayer, for you listen to every word I speak. Now, so that these who stand here with me will believe that you have sent me to the earth as your messenger, I will use the power you have given me. Then with a loud voice, Jesus shouted with authority, Lazarus! <laughs> okay, that was cringe. Come out of the tomb. A tomb? Just come out. I want to ask you another question. Have you been using the authority that you have in Christ Jesus? No, like, ask yourself. Have you actually been using the authority in you? Have you been commanding? Have you been hiding in fear and, you know, have you just been afraid? Answer that question in your mind. So, um, in front of everyone, Lazarus, who had died four days earlier, slowly hobbled out. He still had grave clothes tightly wrapped around his hands and feet and covering his face. Jesus said to them, unwrap him and let him lose. From that day forward, many of those who had come to visit Mary believed in him, for they had seen with their own eyes this marvelous miracle. This is just to say that if he did it before, he can do it again. That problem, that situation that you're currently in, is not 
to make your enemies rejoice over you. Rather, it is to turn people's minds and hearts to Christ. Because by the time a testimony comes, it's going to blow their minds. Trust me. Summary. God is an amazing friend. He loves us so much and our relationship with him should be our utmost priority. P.S. Nothing can separate you from his love ever. Don't be afraid of storms because he has overcome. You're not doing life alone. Jesus is actually in the boat with you. The third thing I learned from this story is that delay is not denial. You probably don't have it now because you don't need it yet. If there's something you've been asking God for and you've been taking steps to actually get it, but then it's not just been coming your way. Relax, it's probably not time for you to have it yet. Because the Bible says the blessings of God maketh man rich without adding sorrow. But yeah, if you don't have it now, it's probably because you don't need it yet. At the right time, you get what you need. The fourth thing is miracle no tired Jesus. He don't do him before, he still go do him again. That's just to say that with God all things are possible. And your testimony is coming. God loves you. Just trust and obey him. You have no excuse to not do that. And finally, miracle not retire Jesus, and that's on period. God is still in the business of turning things around for good. God is still in the business of making life beautiful for those who love him. So don't lose hope. Don't be discouraged. God loves you and everything is going to turn around for good. Trust him. Love you. Thank you for listening. Enjoy the rest of your week. Bye.